I've been getting into discussions lately with people on, well, it's mostly with hyper-Christian Christians, if you know what I mean. Like, I'll quote a secular song or a movie or something, and then there's sometimes some hypercritical Christian that, that uh, takes offense to that. Oh, you know what? I'm trying to get into the other lane, but I can't because people aren't being nice and they're not letting me in. Yeah, I got in. That's okay, people. You're allowed to drive like that. You know what I mean? And I'm undefendable. I'm undefendable. All right. Now that I'm in my lane, a hypercritical person will say, Oh, I can't believe you. You watched that or you or you quoted that. And and so here's, here's, the, here's the big thing for me. I don't care where it comes from. I'm going to accept and embrace truth wherever I see it. And I see this all throughout the Bible. It doesn't matter if the truth is coming from a burning bush or a donkey. God speaks through whoever he wants to speak. And so, in fact, I see the Apostle Paul. He's very in tune with the culture and with the society that that God has placed him in. He's very missional. So in being missional, he's going to know the language of the people. He's going to know the idioms. I'm, I'm convinced Paul would be able to quote some secular music and then redeem it. You know what I mean? So in Acts, in Acts 17, 28, he says, for in him we have, we live and move and exist. And even as some of your own poets have said, quote, for we also are his children. So for whatever this is, Paul knows um, the poets, the secular poets in the city in which he is speaking to. Like he knows, he knows the lyrics of the secular songs. Okay, you can study that on your own. Acts 17, 28. Here's another one. 1 Corinthians 15, 33. It says, do not be deceived. Bad company corrupts good morals. So that is a quote from another uh, secular poet of the time. Okay, you you can you can look these up all by yourself and and do your little historical study. Another one is Titus one twelve, quote one of themselves a prophet of their own. Cretans are always liars, evil beasts, lazy gluttons. So here's what I'm getting from from Paul. Um, he knows the secular society and their popular quotes. He knows the poets and the songs. And he uses them, right? He uses them and he redeems them and he uses the truth in it. So I remember, and I think I've talked about this one time, but I, I quoted a, uh, a musician and I, and I put it in a little uh, bulletin board and a hyper, hyper Christian read it, right? And said, how dare you quote that person? So here's the quote. Some people think that the physical things define what's within. That's good, right? And I've been there before, and that life's a bore, so full of the superficial. Isn't that solid? Did that quote that I just read? Some people think that the physical things define what's within. That's true, and that's sad. And this person says, she says, I've been there before, that life's a bore, so full of the superficial. Now, I don't know what the rest of the song is about, 
Uh, it's maybe probably a love song or something, but I don't care. I'm latching on to this truth right here and saying that is true. Some people think that the physical things in the world or the, the awards we get or the job we have define who we are. That's our identity, but it's false. Because our identity is primarily that we were created in God's image. And, and those in Christ have been redeemed and are being restored to the image of Christ. Okay? If you're not sure what quote, it's Alicia Keys. So this is how she says it. Um, I'll just sing it. <clears throat> Some people think that the physical things define what's within. And I've been there before. And that life's a bore, so full. Of the superficial. See, isn't that awesome? So, this one person said, we got, as soon as I published this uh, little newsletter thing, she said, oh, this is in person too. She's like, don't you know Alicia Keys worships the devil? And I go, uh, no, I wasn't aware of that. But who cares? Truth is truth. If this is true, then it stands true. And all truth belongs to God. All truth is God's truth. If it's a lie, it belongs to the devil because he's a liar. But, I mean, so that was a long time ago. I am pretty sure I've talked about this before, but it just came to my mind again today because um, I was talking with um, with my buddy who is uh, who leads worship and music at our little fellowship. And, you know, apparently some people were like, uh, why do you pick these songs? And I know. I said, dude, I don't care where the song came from, man. Even if it was, even if you wanted to play a secular song that had an awesome truth in it, or better yet, I mean, if it was just a song that's on the radio, but it's just all truth and intended to be truth pointing to Jesus and stir people's affections for Jesus, that would be awesome too. But I was just... I was always on my mind because I wanted to encourage, like, who cares, man? Who cares what we're playing up there and what we're singing and what we're saying as long as it's truth? Because then it's in line with how God thinks. And I can't think of a greater thing to pray for than, Lord, teach me how to think like you think. Give me your heart. Give me your eyes. Give me your truth and just saturate my soul with it. Right? Like, what's the big deal? Anyhow, I wanted to throw that out there. Wherever you see truth, latch onto it. Perpetuate truth. And wherever we see lies and poison and the spirit of criticism, we just reject it. And we say, no thanks. I'll stick with the truth. I'll stick with God's message. All right. That's our bar. Out. <laughs>